Hello, and welcome to the third episode of Gabby's Travels, a travel podcast. For my last birthday, I took a three-day, two-night trip up to Hershey, Pennsylvania. A historical city and home to the Hershey Chocolate Factory, Hershey is a popular tourist destination because of its theme park, water park, zoo, and concert stadium. However, during my visit, I didn't visit any of these attractions. I went to Hershey, PA, and skipped Hershey Park. So, what else is there to do? For a bit of history, the Hershey Company was founded in 1905 by Milton Hershey, and Hershey, the town, was built for the employees of the company. Milton Hershey was a great philanthropist and humanitarian, and he wanted a good place for his workers to live, and that legacy has more than lived up with Hershey today. It now contains, uh, in addition to those great attractions I mentioned before, uh, a not-for-profit school for underprivileged children, multiple hotels, many of which were built during the Great Depression to create jobs, and a bustling downtown with, of course, the world-famous light posts that are shaped like Hershey's Kisses. And that's just scratching the surface of Hershey, Pennsylvania. There is so much history, there's so much to do there, and it's so much fun. In fact, Hershey, Pennsylvania reminds me of Disney World a little bit. A more rural, more northeastern Disney World. You've got the rides, the brand theming, the idolation of its namesake and founder. It's a great place to visit, even if you're not going to Hershey Park. And unfortunately, since I didn't go and I haven't before, I don't have much to say about the park itself, although I, would, I wouldn't turn down a chance to go if it was possible. So, if you want to go, be my guest. Uh, I'd be jealous. I'd love to go someday. But in the meantime, there's plenty to do outside of the parks in Hershey. When I visited Hershey, Pennsylvania, I did not stay at any of the official Hershey hotels, including Hershey Lodge, the Hotel Hershey, or the Hershey Park Camping Resort. I stayed at a Holiday Inn or something like that. So, But the Hotel Hershey was my first stop when I got to Hershey, Pennsylvania, because that is home to the spa at Hershey. At Hotel Hershey, I believe it's called, the spa at Hotel Hershey. Yep. It is also known as the Chocolate Spa, and many of the services there are themed. There are facials, massages, the, they have a famous whipped cocoa bath, there are even packages. I opted for the chocolate-covered strawberry package, which included uh, the whipped cocoa bath, a chocolate kind of massage, and a strawberry body scrub. I might pick different services if I had to do it again, but the ones I had were great. It really is a lovely, lovely spa. Very. Uh, one word for it is classy, because it's a big historic hotel. You're in this nice, relaxing spa. You can sit in the waiting room and watch the fountain below. When I was there, I would watch the ducklings spin around because I left my book in the car by accident. And if you're a guest at the spa, they let you visit the pool that they have at the hotel, which is, I did not personally go there, but I'm sure it was lovely. That's why you might see people walking around the hotel in bathrobes on the first floor, because they're going from the spa to the pool. So yeah, if my description of a chocolate massage doesn't sound good to you, let me assure you, it's great. The whole place is a wonderful experience. I'm, I've been to, I love, I love going to spas. I love going to day spas. And this is really one of the best I've ever been to. Uh, one thing I liked uh, is the shampoo they have there. Uh, when I was there, they could have changed it, but this, the scent was like uh, chocolate mandarin. 
I, I even bought myself a bottle of conditioner just because I love that scent so much. They give you, uh, in case you've never been to a day spa like this, or if you have, or you're just curious about how it works there, you go, uh, you go, you check in, they give you a locker. Uh, they give you a robe and flip-flops and everything you need. And you can relax and enjoy the amenities while you wait for your treatment times to start. And they have the accoutrements, you know, they have uh, sitting rooms. The one I mentioned before with the view of the fountain is nice. They have showers for before or after. It's just a, it's a nice place to relax. The services are great. Everything's, everything's, <laughs> everything's chocolatey. Um... One thing I will say is, <laughs> and it may sound silly, they have this service called the Whip Cocoa Bath. I know I've already mentioned it. Uh, it's really highly advertised if you look, if you hear about the spa. You, you might hear it mentioned. You might be imagining a big bath of, like, chocolate milk, which is what I was imagining. But no, it's literally just a bath that they pour cocoa in. You could do it at home. So be aware of that. that, that when I tell people about my experience at the Hershey Spa, I always bring that up, even though I'm sure to some of my listeners, the bath full of chocolate milk. But the milk point is, my experience like at the spa at Hotel Hershey was great. The services are great. The hotel is great. It's a real classy place, as I mentioned. It was built during the Great Depression, so it's an old hotel. Uh, so it was supposedly designed after a Mediterranean hotel that uh, Milton Hershey had visited himself, according to their website, which also claims that this is one of the most one of the best historic hotels in America. Like, you could just sit in the, in the sitting rooms at the spa at Hotel Hershey and just pretend that you're uh, an old-timey debutante in your palatial mansion, just lounging around, because TV hasn't been invented yet, just soaking it all in, soaking in the opulence. <laughs> yeah, I love going to day spas like this, and I would love to stay at the Hotel Hershey if I could. Uh, I mean, yeah, Hotel Hershey. The other hotel is Hershey Lodge, like I mentioned, but uh, what I, where I stayed was good enough for me, as long as you're in Hershey. Uh, you know, they do have other hotels there, like, uh, you know, I went stayed at a Holiday Inn or something like that, and it was great. Okay, so I guess that's an overview of the spa at Hotel Hershey. It's definitely a recommendation, and it's probably one of the best things to do that isn't a theme park-related activity in Hershey, besides some other things I'm going to talk about. But uh, my, my plan for the first day I got to Hershey was to do the spa. And then I, my heart was set on going to the Chocolatier, which at the time was a relatively new restaurant in Hershey. The Chocolatier is on the second floor of one of the get, gift shops just outside of Hershey. You don't have to go into the park to get to the Chocolatier. They serve, you know, traditional fun food, uh, burgers, flatbreads, uh, crazy milkshakes. One thing that you should know about the Chocolatier is they don't take reservations and it is a popular spot. In fact, when I got there on that fateful day in July of 2021, they were completely booked up. They said there was no way, no one else was getting in, everyone, uh, you know, that. There, were, there weren't reservations, but every table with the people on the waiting list, it was full for the whole night. Luckily, I was on my own. I'm a solo traveler, so I was able to just sit at the bar. And I even got my food quicker than most people, they say. They're like, I never saw a Ferris wheel come out that fast. And a Ferris wheel is the 
appetizer sampler they have at the Chocolatier, where uh, the appetizers come on a little toy Ferris wheel. Not a toy Ferris wheel. It's not even little. It's just a big metal structure with uh, five or six plates. I think five plates, and each one is a different appetizer for you to try. Like, um, let's see what ex exactly is on them. Yeah, um, you got uh, for like uh, chicken wings with Hershey's chocolate barbecue sauce, mozzarella sticks, chicken tenders, dip, and soft pretzels. Really cute. And I also got a uh, strawberry Twizzler themed milkshake. This would be a good time to review what kind of candy they make in Hershey, or at least that the Hershey company makes. I'm sure there's thousands of different varieties if you take into account flavors and different brands, but the basics are going to be Hershey bars, um, Twizzlers, Hershey Kisses, of course, and Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. You can actually learn about the history of some of these candies. Like, um, the story is, uh, Hershey didn't come up with Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. If I'm remembering what they told me on the tour correctly, the story is that Someone came to Hershey and said, hey, I have an idea for a candy. It's peanut butter and chocolate. And Hershey said, eh, I don't think it'll sell, but I'll help you out. I'll help you get started. I'll sell you the sugar it cost. And then later, his company ended up buying the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup Company, and it's one of their best sellers. But why am I telling you this? You could hear this at Hershey's Chocolate World, which is a pretty close to the Chocolatier right across the way. This is the free exhibition, I guess you'd call it. It's also a huge gift shop. It has attractions. It's the it's the attraction in Hershey that you just can't miss because it's free to get in and it's pretty amazing. So I ended up going to Hershey's Chocolate World the night I went to the Chocolatier because, you know, it was close and I figured why not and it's free. I And I went there to ride the you know, obviously to look in the store where they have a lot of candy and merchandise, but mainly to ride the factory tour, which is always free. Not only is it free, but they give you a free piece of candy at the end, so in a way you're making a profit. <laughs> but my plan was to go the next morning, not that night after the Chocolatier, which is what I did. I went on the for my first spin on the chocolate ride. I learned where the where they take your photo, and I came back the next morning. Now I got to the Hershey's Chocolate World right when it opened. I was even online before it opened, which I would really recommend. I know some people like to sleep in on their vacations. You know, you don't want to worry about waking up. But the Hershey's Chocolate World will get more crowded during the day. When I went in the early morning and at night, uh, meaning, you know, the night of the Chocolatier, it was a little better. Uh, actually, it was so much better that I was able, able to get pictures in front of the statues they have in the lobby. They have statues of the mascot characters, the Hershey bar, the Her chocolate kiss. Um, you could, I'm sure you could always get pictures there no matter what type, time of day. But they had some photographers milling around Hershey's Chocolate World. And uh, if you ask them, and they're, when they're not that busy, they will take pictures of you, which is what they did for me, which was so nice of them. Really, I think everyone, the people there were really nice, especially the photographers. Uh, my favorite photo from Hershey I got because the woman working at the Make Your Own Chocolate Bar area uh, helped me pose, and it looks great. Uh, but of course, it's stupid to describe on a podcast. The point is, Hershey's Chocolate World is great. But there are a lot of attractions that you could add on to your visit. You don't just have to go to ride the factory tour and shop for factory fresh Twizzlers. They, If you go online and you look at what 
Hershey's Chocolate World has to offer, you might notice that they have a few attractions that you could add on to your ticket. And I'm sure you'd like to know what is worth the money and what isn't. Okay, well, before we get into that, let's start with the chocolate tour ride, because that's free. So, obviously, it's my highest recommendation that you'll give it at least one spin. Now, something you should know about the chocolate tour, uh, the factory tour, it is not a real factory tour. It is entirely a recreation, basically to teach you about how the chocolate is made without actually getting you close enough that the health inspectors would have an issue with it. In fact, I even believe at one time it might have been a live factory tour, but, you know, the FDA. The point is, it's not a real factory tour now. All the chocolate used in the animatronics is fake. You got your singing animatronic cows. It's very cute. It's a very tame ride, great for families, and you get a free piece of chocolate. And they take your picture. You can't miss it. It's free. It's, uh... It's a, it's a can't-miss stop on, on any trip to Hershey, whether you're going to the parks or not, because this chocolate world is adjacent to the park, just like the chocolatier. You don't have to pay to get into the park to go to the chocolate world. And uh, I, if, I was, if I was going, no matter what, I'd definitely make time to ride that factory tour. Some of the other attractions at Chocolate World, on the other hand, we, there are four main ones. Create your own candy bar, uh, the 4D movie, Hershey's Unwrapped Chocolate Tasting Class, uh, I did finger quotes for Hershey's Unwrapped, and the Hershey Trolley Tour, which actually takes you outside of the chocolate world and into the town of Hershey for a history tour. Now I'm going to go through these activities in the order that I did them when I was there. Not that it matters, that's just the way I scheduled my day. And as I remember it, I was done by like, uh, generously 2 o'clock in the afternoon, doing all four of them, and having time to shop and uh, being, having time to pick the special darks out of the candy dis display for my mom, which you shouldn't do. They uh, even told me that, but I already had them. And those special darks are still, oh, <laughs> still in the house because my mom never ate. Okay, so in the morning I get there, I ride the factory tour ride before it gets too crowded. I think that's the first thing I do. I don't know how crowded it gets in the middle of the day, but considering how crowded Everything seems to be in the middle of the day. Uh, that's another thing that I might save for as I'm leaving the park or when I first get there, meaning late in the day or early in the morning. But it's hardly news that some attractions at a theme park or other attraction are more crowded in the afternoon. But after taking in the wonder of Chocolate World, my first attraction that I had scheduled on my ticket... Uh, and by the way, I when I went there, my my mentality was... You know, this is my big birthday trip. I'm gonna do the best of everything. I want to do every attraction there, which is why I have, which is why I can talk about all of them, which is great. So I wanted to do everything, and the first thing I did was the 4D movie, which was awful, awful, awful. It was terrible. Now I'm sure it was made to entertain kids, and I really shouldn't say it's awful, because um, you know it's just a, it's a cheesy kids movie about chocolate. But I'm just saying it's not worth seeing. Um, I, I overreacted by saying it was awful, but it's not worth your time. I actually hear that that's the attraction that they're going to close, and I say, good riddance, I hope that news that I heard was correct, because that movie was bad. Now, if you don't know what a 4D movie is, uh, it's like a 3D movie where you put on the glasses and the images pop out at you, but in the addition, they appeal to other sentences, senses, other sentences, other senses, 
like smell. They might pipe a scent into the room, like the smell of chocolate in this case. Uh, like your sense, of, they might shake your chairs. They might uh, even use like uh, fog machines or blow bubbles into the audience. I've seen I've seen plenty of 4D movies. Uh, this was not one of the good ones. Definitely worth skipping. Even if even if they replaced it with something else, I don't think I'd give it another chance. That's how bad this 4D movie was. The plot was like someone was coming in to steal chocolate. I shouldn't give away what the plot is. Not that it matters because it's closing and it's terrible. But my point is, when you're going and you're planning all the things you want to do at Chocolate World, skip the 4D movie. The next thing I did was the chocolate tasting class, the Hershey's Unwrapped. This was definitely a little better. Nothing was as bad as that 4D movie. It's still some, uh, I'm not sure if I would skip this or not. It may be better if you're with someone, like I said, I was a solo traveler, which has its benefits, like getting to sneak into the chocolatier, uh, but it has its drawbacks, like I'm sure if I had a kid with me and they were enjoying this, uh, that it would be more enjoyable, because the Her Un Hershey's Unwrapped is definitely a show. Like, you got some actors there, and they're showing you around, and they're moving you between rooms, and you're sitting in there waiting for it to start with a little trivia popping up. Uh, and they give you a tin of chocolates, all the different flavors of chocolates, like, uh, what do they have at Hershey? Cookies and cream, dark chocolate, and of course, milk chocolate. And they teach you, uh, you know, how to, how to analyze the chocolate that you're eating with five senses all the way, because they put that kind of thought into designing chocolate. Uh, and you might be thinking, uh, one of my most, uh, lasting takeaways from that class is you might be thinking, how do you hear chocolate? Well, when you snap a chocolate bar, there'll be different sa uh, sounds to that snap depending on what kind it is. So like a dark chocolate one will have a louder snap than a milk chocolate. So I guess it is a little interesting. They give you a little certificate in the tin, and you get to keep the tin, which is nice. If you don't finish, they give you a full-size Hershey's chocolate bar at the bottom of the tin, which, now that I think about it, I don't think I rode the, the, uh, chocolate the Her factory tour until after this because when I took my second photo on the Hershey's tram or on the Hershey's factory tour I held up the Hershey bar they gave me for the camera which is the photo I chose for my photo book which I will definitely get to but for now I'm gonna finish talking about Hershey's unwrapped which is really cute it's really a show they give you some chocolate you get to keep the tin which I still have it's holding some of my erasers so would I skip it me personally, probably. But this is a good, wholesome family activity. It's fine. It's cute. Okay, and after that, we got to what was my favorite attraction at Hershey's Chocolate World, which was the trolley tour. Now, the trolley tour has different options for what you want. There's a 75-minute version. There's a 45-minute version. And I didn't know this at the time, not that it would matter, but they actually have some seasonal versions, like a Halloween trick-or-treat trolley, or a holly jolly trolley for Christmas. So that's cute, too. Uh, obviously, which length you're going to want is going to vary on your needs. Maybe you have a kid with you, so you don't want to go the whole way. Or maybe you're just not interested in, say, history or the town itself, and you want to get back to a ride. Or maybe you're really interested and you want to see the whole thing. I would definitely recommend the long trolley. I thought it was a great tour. But if they try to upsell you with, like, a chocolate tasting or something... Uh, don't bother, because I think that's what they did to me. Um, they just handed me a bag of candy at the end, which was nice. 
So unfortunately, I can't speak to the 45-minute tra uh, trolley ride, although I'm sure they cover um, many of the same spots. I went on the 75-minute extended ride, and they show you all around the town of Hershey. This takes you away from the park, away from Hershey's Chocolate World, and it shows you sites like uh, the Milton S. Hershey School, which is a nonprofit school for children uh, who are uh, underprivileged. It takes you into the town of Hershey, where you can see a lot of the historic sites and just the downtown where real people live. And it tells you a lot about the history of Hershey and the, the history of the company, the history of Milton Hershey himself, his wife. It's really a great, it's, the, the history of Hershey is so, I really loved it. It was a great story. I, I don't want to, I'll, I'll let you learn it if you go visit yourself because I probably couldn't do it justice. The point, you can learn a lot at uh, on this trolley tour and it's worth learning. Uh, the Milton S. Hershey School, I don't know, I don't know if it's called that. The Milton Hershey School, the nonprofit school that is in Hershey, is one of the, the biggest aspects of the town. It was started by Milton himself, Milton Hershey, back in the day as a school for orphans. And to this day it runs for children. It's a boarding school for children who would otherwise be living below the poverty level. And I think that's really interesting. It's all run on the trust fund that uh, Milton Hershey left when he died. He didn't have any children, so it was left to keep the school running. I believe the story I heard is they never even touched the amount he left them. The interest is all they need to run the school, which they've been doing for probably over a century now. And you could they drive you through the town. You could see oh, the buildings there, what, what's old, what's new where the children live when they're not there. It's not like a, it's not like a Dickensian orphanage. They live with parents, uh, like not, not their parents, because it is a boarding school, but they have like a, a couple who is assigned to say a dozen children in a house. And it's supposed to be a more inviting atmosphere. And when a kid is accepted to the Hershey school, everything is taken care of. All the money, all the books, transportation, clothes, it's everything is taken care of by the school because otherwise these, these children wouldn't have. So that's something that's really interesting to see. You learn about how it operates. Um, and I actually, I have a book. I have a book recommendation if this sounds interesting to you. Um, if you're interested at all in life in Hershey, Pennsylvania currently or the Milton Hershey School, um, Invisible Child by Andrea Elliott is a story. It is a very heavy read. But it's a story uh, that has a, a child, the real story of a child who gets accepted into the Hershey School. And it's a true story of homelessness in New York City, very heavy topic. Um, but to spoil the book, uh, one of these children uh, gets to leave that life behind and gets to go to Milton Hershey. Um, the, if I was sponsored by Audible, this would be a great place to drop in a, uh, an ad read but unfortunately I'm not, because I did listen to this as an audiobook, because, uh, you know, it's kind of an expensive book, buying it new. And it's worth, it's worth re reading if you're interested in such heavy topics, but if you're just interested in the school, it really gives you an insight of what it's like to actually live there today. Um, like, for example, like, you know that uh, the school would buy, like, books and tuition for, the, for their students. Uh, they, could earn, they could earn college scholarships. They everything's taken care of but even things like if it's a student's birthday they will buy uh 
presents and cake and let them pick a special dinner on their birthday. So that's, that's like, everything is taken care of by this school for kids who really need it. So if you're interested about that, the book is uh, Invisible Child by Andrea Elliott. And it's, I recommend it because it's about a, a child who, unfortunately, for much of the book, deals with homelessness, but who ultimately gets to go to this school. And if you're interested on how it runs, that's a great resource. That's how I know a lot about it. Besides the trolley tour, which is what I'm actually supposed to be talking about. And they also show you the uh, Hershey Country Club, uh, including a house where Milton Hershey lived. Um, I believe you'll pass by the Botanical Gardens, which was my next stop, but we'll get there. And, uh, yeah, I love, it's such a cliche, but I love those street lamps that look like Hershey's Kisses. And they're just, the, the thing is, uh, I don't know what you're imagining, because I'd always heard that the street lights in Hershey are kisses. But, so I don't know, and I didn't know what, I, what they actually looked like. So if you've heard it and you're just imagining it, it's basically a cover over the light bulbs, and half of them are uh, brown chocolate, and then half of them are wrapped. It's, it's so cute. I probably, if I said that to a Hershey native, they'd probably think I was such a rube, but it's so cute. You drive by, like, buildings there that the locals will probably be, you know, going to, like, the, the library, um, the Hershey Theater, not the stadium where they have concerts, or maybe they, I'm sure they have some concerts there, but, like, a smaller theater for people in town. They show you all around town, you hear all about the history, and I definitely recommend taking a trolley tour if you're at all interested. I'm sure there are many people who are going to Hershey, Pennsylvania, just for the chocolate and the theme parks, and that's fine, too. But I I'd definitely give this attraction my seal of approval. It was my favorite thing at Hershey Chocolate World. And when I got back to Hershey's Chocolate World after the tour, I went to the Build Your Own Chocolate station. Now, when I got there, it was already later in the day, obviously, and all this stuff, and it was a little more crowded, and this particular... particular uh, attraction definitely suffers more than others with wait times. I mean, something like a trolley tour or a movie or a class, quote-unquote class, they just bring everyone in at once. This, you might have to wait on a line, and it doesn't exactly move fast. Even once you're in the area, it might take you a while to see your chocolate. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm misremembering it. Um, so what you do is you go in, they give you a little hair and add a little smock, and you choose, they show, you pit, you design a candy bar and you watch it go down a conveyor belt. So you choose the base, what kind of chocolate you want, like milk, white, or dark. No matter what, it's going to be like covered in milk chocolate, but the base you get to choose and you get to pick some mix-ins. Like I think I chose uh, pretzel bites and, uh, you know, things, maybe they even changed them, I don't know, but. Pretzel bites were definitely one of them. Maybe uh, butterscotch chips, sprinkle. You know, sprinkles are an option, definitely. You can either have sprinkles on top or not. And that's basically it. You just decide. You pick the what you want. I want, in my case, a white chocolate. I want the uh, pretzel, pretzel bites, the butterscotch chips, this, that, and the other thing. And then you watch as your shell is put on the conveyor belt. It goes, gets its mix-ins. It's covered in milk chocolate, no matter what base you pick. And then, as it goes through the conveyor belt, because obviously it has to, like, uh, cool, solidify, because you take it home right then and there. So that gives you time to design your, your cover, your uh, 
wrapper for the box. So you go and you design your wrapper, you know, you put your name on it and change the color on the computer. In this way, it's a lot like the Hershey, the, the Turkey Hill experience I talked about in my first episode, where you can design your own ice cream flavor. But the difference with that is that it's all online. Like, they're not going to send you home with your own ice cream flavor, unfortunately, as great as that would be. Um, this is real. Like, you choose your chocolate, you design the wrapper, and you take it all home. It's not just online. Not that there's anything wrong with the Turkey Hill experience, but um, <laughs> they're different experiences. I don't know why I said they were the same. I didn't say they were the same. I said they were similar. And uh, when you're done with boring things like waiting for your chocolate or hearing me ramble about ice cream museums, you get to take home your chocolate in a little tin with the wrapper that you designed on it. Which is pretty great. Uh, I, Like I said, I got a... Uh, well, this is where I got that picture I loved with me holding my tin. I actually brought my chocolate bar home and shared it with my family once all the whole trip was over, which was really nice. And it got good reviews, so... So is it worth it to do a build-your-own chocolate? Um, I think it's I think it's a program that needs a lot of work, but it's a good idea. And as long as you're going at a time where it's not as crowded, then I'd I'd say it's it's good to check out. So, uh, that's the four major attractions at Hershey's Chocolate World, which is the free addition to the Hershey Park. And the whole place is a must-see if you're in Hershey for me. Just because, you know, it's free to get in. There's obviously a lot of, you know, merchandise there, so be aware if you're with kids. You'll have a bunch of kids in a candy store, so to speak. <laughs> now, to quickly go over what else you might find at Hershey's uh, Chocolate World, besides, okay, you got uh, merchandise, uh, you know, then obviously you have candy. Some of it's, like, marked as fresh from the, fresh from the factory, especially Twizzlers. But you also, uh, you know, you can find all sorts of candy packaged, all sorts of sizes, even fill your own containers. But there's also more standard souvenirs like mugs, towels, and stuffed animals shaped like the, the, the mascot characters I mentioned before. T-shirts, a lot of brand. I believe they also have a restaurant where you can make your own giant, uh, Hershey, uh, not Hershey Kiss, um... Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Actually, I'm looking online, and I think they now have an exhibit where you can design a giant Hershey Kiss. Um, there are multiple places to get food that are mostly in the form of oversized candy. I did go for that personally. Uh, as someone who loves oversized novelty food, if you're into oversized novelty food, you might as well check it out. But I personally and there's a place where you can get real food, I'm pretty sure, in the back. But I didn't eat there, so it can't speak to the quality. I guess that's the overview of Hershey's Chocolate World. Again, it's a must-see. But it's important to know what you want to do there because while it's free to get into Chocolate World, these attractions are going to be an extra fee. And it's important to know what you want to do because they can sell you these tickets in a bundle. So uh, maybe it'll save you money if you, just, if you know in advance that you want to do two activities or if you want to do all of them, you can pay for the tickets in a bundle. So uh, it's good to know what you want to do. Say you want to just do uh, a, an extra long trolley tour and to make your own chocolate. You want to do uh, the second one in the afternoon and the first one at 9 o'clock. You can configure that at the beginning of your day or even online. So it's important to buy your tickets. I'm not going to say you have to buy your tickets in advance. Because if you decide you're there and you decide, hey, I think I'll go hop on a trolley tour. Let's see when they're leaving. 
or, hey, can I get tickets to this? There's definitely a way they can accommodate you, but if you're planning a trip and you'd like to check out the Hershey Chocolate World website, you do have the opportunity to buy tickets in advance, and if you know what you want, you can take advantage of bundles of, of tickets that you uh, pay for all at once, which is what I did. I went for the bundle with everything. And again, the only thing I'd say, I, I well, oh, uh, in my research, I realized that they are, in fact, uh, turning off the 4D show, which is fine. It won't, I'm recording this in late August. By early September, it'll be gone. Making my rant against it pretty obsolete. But I'm glad I could get that out. Let my feelings be known. And if, and if you're looking for other things that you could skip besides the soon-to-be-defunct 4D movie, again, uh, an extended trolley tour is nice, but if they're going to give you some add-on, like a chocolate tasting, probably uh, you could just ignore that and just get not pay for it. And the other two, um, the other two attractions, the, um, oh, they also might try to sneak a meal in there, like if you want to add a meal to your bundle. I have no idea. I I think you could just buy food, but I don't know. Maybe they'll give you a deal on the food. I, I It's not what I did, is all I'll say. The other two attractions, do them if you want. They're both... One, I think the make-your-own-chocolate bar is better than the other. Um, they're both uh, activities that can be fun, depending on how you... what you're looking to do. And they certainly... they certainly get an approval from me in the sense that I think people would enjoy them. Uh, unlike that terrible 4D film which isn't going to exist for more than a couple of weeks, so it doesn't matter anyway. So, my point that I've been trying to make without getting sidetracked by how terrible that 4D movie was, is that if you want to go online right now and plan your trip to Hershey's Chocolate World, you can choose the activities you want, and you can pick the trolley you want. Don't be upsold with, like, a, a chocolate tasting or anything, which I think I was. Not that I would say no to a bag of candy, but I was in... Hershey, Pennsylvania, so, uh, and, uh, you could also do a chocolate tasting class, which is really a show where they give you candy to eat, and, uh, make your own chocolate, which is, it's really cute, but, uh, could be better run, and maybe it is, I haven't been there in a year, I apologize if it's outdated, and at that point, it was time for me to leave the chocolate world, and by then, I was really ready to go, because it was the middle of the day, and it was crowded. Be aware of that. So after Hershey's Chocolate World, my next step was the Hershey Botanical Gardens there. Hershey Gardens. I believe the story of Hershey Gardens, as it was told to me, was that uh, Milton Hershey said, Hey, uh, can you build a rose garden? Or plant some roses? Something like that. And in true Hershey fashion, it went from a simple idea to something amazing. I really think Hershey Gardens is the best botanical garden I've ever been to. It's got, according to the website, it has 23 distinct gardens, and it has a butterfly uh, house exhibit that is an atrium, I should say, that's included with every For ticket. For my money, Hershey Gardens is one of the best attractions in Hershey outside of the parks. Just like the spa and the chocolate world and the chocolatier. But really, it's so great that in my three-day trip to Hershey, I went to Hershey Gardens twice. Of course, the first time I was there, it was cut short by a thunderstorm. But hopefully that won't happen to you. Anyway, when you get to Hershey Gardens, you enter and you're immediately in the Rose Garden, complete with a little water feature and labels for all the different kinds of roses they have there. It's a beautiful sight. 
From there, you can take the different paths, the different gardens. There are dozens of distinct gardens, some of which look so different from where you've been or where you're going. There are flowers, shrubs, there's an herb garden. You can take pictures and get really good pictures, and you can just explore and wander around. There's a little walking involved, but overall I'd say this is a good place to bring your kids because there actually is a children's garden. And even though I'm an adult, I'd say that was my favorite garden there. There was just so much to see and do. The chocolate theming was really there. Well, the Hershey theming. Nothing was made of chocolate. <laughs> I don't know what I specifically should point out uh, in relation to the garden. I don't want to recommend one garden over another. I don't think the Japanese garden was any better than, say, the herb garden or the rose garden. These are all great places to see. Uh, you'll get a map when you get there, and you can go explore. Uh, you gotta see the, the one, the one must-see, I will say, is uh, the children's garden, which is really nice. All I can say is I really recommend Hershey Gardens. It's a really, out of the botanical gardens of the world, of the country, this is a really good one. It's definitely my favorite, and it's just a beautiful place if you like flowers and trees. Well, a lot of great places to take pictures. The people who work there are really nice. While I was there, there was a program where they would lend you uh, umbrellas to block the sun. And uh, they were very nice, especially considering I broke mine. <laughs> And then, when you're done with the outdoor gardens, or in my case, when it starts to pour, you head inside and you get to see the butterfly atrium, which is so nice. They have different kinds of butterflies, plant life, some small animals in little tanks. There are people working there, uh, very knowledgeable. It's a beautiful little greenhouse-type area where you see the butterflies. Um, let's see, some interesting things I saw. That, well, they have this these bigger butterflies that are like, the size of, I don't want to say the size of birds, but like the size of a small bird, a very small bird. And uh, one of them landed on me. And uh, <laughs> I have a great photo someone took of me there where I look just so nervous because this giant butterfly <laughs> has just landed on me <laughs> and I'm making a face. <laughs> and of course, when you go to a butterfly house, all you want is for a butterfly to land on you. But <laughs> that's not to say it's scary in there or anything. It's beautiful. There's these big elephant ear plants. Uh, one thing that, uh, there's a cocoa tree fitting with the Hershey theme. One thing that really impressed me is they had like Luna moths, which are, I believe, the moths that, you know, uh, you know, an distinct kind of moth. They had a whole wall of caterpillars, you know, not caterpillars, cocoons or chrysalises, whatever. Whatever, ask your five-year-old what they're called. They'd probably know, but I don't for some reason. My point is, uh, there's a lot of flowers there, uh, like distinct kinds of plants, and it's a really, it's a quite the sight. Um, they have like fruit laid out for the butterflies so you can watch them eat. It's a beautiful butterfly house, great exhibit. And it's only the icing on the cake, because this is, uh, Hershey Gardens is a great place. Especially when you don't have to leave in the torrential downpour, like I did. So originally my plan was uh, to go straight from the gardens to dinner that night, which I would have loved to do. Like, I, I'll get to it, but I ended up coming back the next day. Um, but my uh, uh, I, my original plan uh, obviously wouldn't work because I got rained out and I had some time to kill. So I went to the Hershey, Pennsylvania outlets, which I believe are... Yes, I can confirm they are a Tanger outlets. 
So, you know, if you've been to one tanker outlet, you understand it's basically an outdoor mall. It's nice. Uh, one fun fact about the Hershey Outlet store, uh, the Tanger outlets there, is that they had the only American Girl doll outlet store that there was, the only one, which was something I wanted to go to, not because I like American Girl doll, but just because, oh, it's the only one, that's interesting. I'm looking at the website now, and I actually think that it's since been closed down, or at least it's not on their website right now, um, but what wasn't closed down, apparently, is the Disney outlet which I, as you can tell from my first episode, where, where I also described the outlets in Lancaster, I like to make note of because, uh, not when I was visiting, but now, Disney outlets or Disney stores are hard to come by. So I like to make note of that. I also went to the Vera Bradley store, but again, I'm not just going to list off a bunch of stores I like there. It's an outlet mall. It's pretty nice, you know, not, not to be overlooked. Not to plan your whole trip around, but... Not to be overlooked. I think the thing I like about outlet malls is that they're usually open later than some other activities might be. So maybe it's five o'clock and you've already eaten dinner. Maybe it's nice for you to know that the outlet mall will be open till nine. So after shopping, I went to dinner at the place I'd planned to go, which is called Harvest. And they were very nice there. They were very good sports about me accidentally making my reservation for the next day and not realizing. So I basically showed up without a reservation, and they sat me, even though I was one person. So that was really nice. I ended up, uh, what I really wanted to do was try that, uh, <laughs> that chocolate barbecue sauce that's always on Hershey menus, and I got that on some ribs, and it was fine. You know, if you're not into, don't order something just because it has the barbecue sauce. But it was nice, and I got another crazy milkshake this time. It was Hershey, it was Reese's. Uh, themed, so chocolate, peanut butter. Mm. Yeah, I'll recommend the Harvest. It's uh, attached to the. I don't not. It's it's uh, associated with the uh, the Hotel Hershey, which is where the spa is. It uh, advertised as uh, American food, genuine American cuisine, which is nice. It was a good place. So that was my second day at in Hershey, Pennsylvania, and the third day is when I was going to be packing up. And uh, my original plan for that day was to go to the outlets, but since I'd already done that, I went back to the gardens again. And uh, just as a personal anecdote, the reason I went back is because I heard there were redwood trees at the Botanical Gardens, but I couldn't find them the first time. And I was just really determined to go back and find them. And then there were other reasons to go back, because it was just a nice place. I had the time, and I, you know, I, I went back to the, to the butterfly house, because of course it, it comes with the ticket. Because I wanted to go back. It's a nice place. Uh, the people there are nice. And I, I, I really recommend it. I can't stress it enough. And then after that, you know, I, I'm done with my plans. And I just use the rest of my day to kind of explore Hershey. I actually went to the public library there. I didn't obviously didn't check out any books or anything. But I thought it was it was a nice building. And I just really felt compelled to visit it. They had like one or two things there that were out of the ordinary. Like a little... Uh, a little um, tub that was donated from the Hershey factory for kids to read in. Like, oh, this this used to be used to make chocolate, but now you could read in it. Uh, really cute. They had, like, a display going on. Your typical uh, small-town library things. Well, bigger than a small-town library. It was nice. And something I'm a little proud of is that um, <laughs> I went to a, uh, one of the houses there that were uh, having a, an estate sale. So I got to go inside and look around at what a house looks like in Hershey. Turns out it looks like a normal house. <laughs> I have no idea if that was one of the houses that uh, 
Milton Hershey himself had built to sell to his employees at cost, because that's the kind of guy he was. He was a humanitarian looking out for his employees. So you can see why I was interested in <laughs> going to an estate sale and really really getting into the into the neighborhood and looking around. And of course, you know, one was to drive through downtown, get some more looking at those beautiful, beautiful lampposts with the Hershey's kisses. And that was pretty much it. I was gone. And that was my trip to Hershey. As a side note, this was also the first time I went to the American Treasure Tour Museum. This was actually like an hour away, and I specifically wanted to go there before heading back in the other direction. So I'm not saying that you should add it to your Hershey itinerary, but I just wanted to note that this was the first time I went there. You could hear more about this, ho about this museum in my, in my first episode, which is about Lancaster, Pennsylvania. So what to do in Hershey if you don't want to go to the Hershey Park? Well, in my case, what I did is I went to the, Her the spa at Hotel Hershey, I went to uh, Hershey's Chocolate World, the Chocolatier, Hershey Gardens, and I also checked I just out took in the uh, town. The it's a beautiful place with great history. I wish I could go more deep into the history, but I'm no historian, and you could always figure that out if you visit Hershey yourself. Really, I, I love Hershey, Pennsylvania. I'd love to live there. I'm sure it's not perfect. I'm sure the smell of chocolate, 24-7, wafting in from the factories could be a little distracting, and... Having such a big tourist attraction might lead to some traffic, but uh, I really appreciate the history of Hershey, Pennsylvania. And I hope to go back there someday, and maybe I'll even finally make it to Hershey Park. So before we end off here, what are some tips or things you should know before you plan a trip to Hershey Park? Or Hershey, Pennsylvania, more accurately. The spa is really nice if you're looking to pamper yourself. Just don't expect a pool of chocolate milk as part of your spa treatment. Here's something that I'd love to mention about Chocolate World, and please forgive me if this is outdated, but when I was there, uh, I had the option to purchase in advance a photo book of my time at Chocolate World, and since I was planning the, uh, you know, going all out for this trip, with all the activities and everything, I decided to buy it in advance, and they had advertised it as like a 20-page book, you know, which is what it is. Um, but what I didn't realize until it was time to pick it up is that, uh, despite how many pages the book has, you're only allowed to pick three photos. And, like, uh, one photo is, like, the cover, and that's the most important one. Maybe they change their practices and they don't do this. I couldn't find it on their website when I was poking around. But, um, just be aware that if you buy a photo thing in advance... You might not get as many photos as you want, but you can access all your photos afterwards online. Uh, that is, the photos they take of you, obviously, the ones you take yourself or yours. <laughs> There's a lot of nice restaurants to try, a lot of them coming with crazy milkshakes. Because, well, when I went there, that was the trend. I'm sure they still have them. If you don't mind walking, Hershey Gardens is a must-see attraction. And yeah, overall, whether you're visiting Hershey, Pennsylvania for the parks for a concert, or just like me to enjoy the town, the different attractions that aren't related to roller coasters and chocolate. Well, no matter what, you're going to get chocolate, hopefully. Uh, but if you're there just for the chocolate, make sure to check out the town because it's a really interesting story. And there's a lot going on there. There's a good humanitarian work with the Milton Hershey School. There's things to see that aren't uh, thrill rides. And there's some great history. It's a wonderful place and the sweetest place on earth. <laughs>